Are we officially started the podcast too? Or is I think we. I I was just talking to the clubhouse audience. Okay, good. Um, so we've officially started now. Now we started the podcast. Before we were not started, okay. but now we're started. So we've never told anybody we're doing this. No. So literally nobody knows it's happening. So exactly. So for those people who have jumped into this this yeah. uh, this clubhouse, you are you are you are experiencing something for the first time that none of us know what we're doing. We we're are doing. absolutely flying blind, and absolutely. we've never done it. But we but, thought, how fun would it be to start doing the podcast live? Right. <laughs> so for the audience who listens to the show regularly, and you don't know what club house is clubhouse is a newer app mm-hmm. that's kind of like uh i don't know i guess you could describe it as people talking like talking radio pot like live podcasting basically yes yeah. it's it's like I, I, it's kind of perfect for what we're doing because yeah. it's it's uh it's like it it's interactive and in that somebody can raise their hand and ask a question and yeah. then and then Elise, who we're going to introduce everybody to in a moment, yes, uh, yes. can 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 like put them on and, and get their question. And Let then we them can chime actually in. talk to people as Live. opposed to all the time when people are calling in before and the phone's ringing and we're saying don't call in yet. Right now we this don't have is to, actually live. Listen, yeah, now you can actually call in <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and Clubhouse uh, is also a it's not open to the public yet. It's in its beta. Stages, or right. at least whatever this stage of the game, it's by invite only. So right. it's not an app that you can just go join no matter what. So, so join now. So join now. Um, well, get invited now. Uh, <laughs> so, so basically, what we're saying is we've we've we're doing a we're now doing the show live. Yes. So if you want to come back next week and listen to it live, it'll be recorded the day before. Yes, usually. And I'll announce it. I'll announce we'll, it. I'll we'll go, announce it. I'll go on the socials and I'll say we're going to be going live at this time so that I can invite people who listen. And if you're not regularly. part of Clubhouse and you can't get in, then tough luck. This is just the kind of thing that we like to do is to make things impossible. We for really you, like to exclude people audience. about the environment. So. No, but now let's get on to our new team member. Yes. We have a brand new team member to the BioFriendly crew. Very excited. Excited about it. Go ahead. Take it away. Elise McCarthy, ladies and gentlemen, ladies has and gentlemen, joined yay! the team. Yes, yeah, she started. It's her first day with BioFriendly, and mm-hmm. we thought, what better way to invite someone into the BioFriendly team than to completely throw them in the deep end of mm-hmm. an experimental concept yes. that we're doing that we've never done before, that she's never done before, that we none of us have any idea about whatsoever, because that's how we do it at BioFriendly. Yeah. That's right, folks. Exactly. <laughs> so Elise is handling it like a champ. Actually, yeah. we found out today that because she's younger than we are. Yes. That's, now... Elise, are you millennial aged or are you the, after the millennial? Why would you? Which, which generation which X? Genera- are you? Yeah. Is that no X is way? That's oh. us. We're, we're <laughs> X is old people. <laughs> no millennial or or Z or Y? Z. Yeah. My, I was born in ninety six. Ninety six. So, so yeah, like you're you're borderline Gen Z. Yeah. Borderline Z. You're okay. after you're yeah, after millennial. millennial. Okay. Zillennial. She's a zillennial. Zillennial. So we have a zillennial now helping us. And what was funny about that is we were experimenting with podcast, the podcast with Clubhouse today yeah. to try to get some idea of what we were doing before we started this. Yeah. And uh, and Jacob and I are like, yeah, yeah, do this, do that. And she just started yeah. doing it without like never having used Clubhouse or, or touching it before in her life. She made Clubhouse work perfectly, and we were like, oh yeah, I like that. That's that's yeah. that's exactly that's correct. <laughs> that's Which how just, you do it. That's that tells you, you how when you're a zillennial, you just intuitively know what you're doing, and when you're 
a Gen Xer. <laughs> Although we're not, we're, we're not technically Gen X we're either. We're kind of similar a little bit. We're to in, there. There was an article written on us, and I think we talked about this on the show. Kind of the lost generation, people from nineteen seventy six, seventy seven, around then, all the way till eighty three, mm. and that's like a window of people that had life before the internet. And then the after the internet, right at that crucial as we are developing like, our, our age, brains, formative years, yeah. Nice. So that's that's who we are. So right. we're not technically. Genetics. What do they call us? Are we the Oregon Trail? Generation? The Oregon Trails. <laughs> Oregon Trails. Xennials. Xennials. Yeah, something like See, that. I like to take weird combinations of odd things. For the for hey, the we... for anybody watching the show, you may have just noticed me get up and check the camera. But because we're doing Clubhouse <laughs> and because we're doing so many new things, my old man brain was like, I don't even know if I hit record on the camera. That's so, perfect. That's exactly right. We're doing great is what I'm trying we're to say. We're killing oh, it here. Killing it. Well, killing yeah, it. At least one out, of, one out of three of us, Elise is killing it. The, yeah. You and I are just kind of coming, yeah. moving right along. Yeah. Anyway, so if you want to, if you have any questions as we go along here, then yeah. do the whole raise your hand quietly. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then, you know, when, when there's a nice break, we'll, we'll ask Elise if there's any questions or if, or if she thinks this is getting boring, there might be a question that you want right. to pop in then she may cut just in. move it right along. We're just, cause you know, like we do, we throw things a uh, little, we're going to, we're going yeah. to discover how this works as we go. So, yeah. so yeah. Also I'm realizing we need to get Elise a microphone. You think so? We need to you think we need yeah, well, because if she's in the, if we ask her a question or she's in the middle of it, then we've got to yeah. be able to hear her. Otherwise, the audience is going to be like, I wish I could hear what Elise just said then, but yeah, they can't. That's true. So well. They might be able to hear her faintly. 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 But, but you're we right. Should, we, let's, 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 get her, let's, let's get her. invest. Let's invest in a whole set Thousands of people now listen to our podcast. We should invest in better technology. It's true. We should have, we should have a, a, a better the thing that gets more and we can plug in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. The thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, we are going to actually do a topic today. Let's. What is it, Jacob? What are we're we going to talk about? We're going to talk about a couple things because we right. had a, a listener, supporter of the show, uh, Kevin Brayman. He brought up on our social media. He said, "What is even going on with the ozone layer? Like, whatever happened with that?" Oh, because okay. it is one of those things that um, was a big deal when we were kids. Yeah. Do you remember that being? It was global warming. When we were kids. Yeah, it yeah. was, and and uh, different from now, it wasn't polarized. Like no, people, yeah. people didn't go. I don't believe in, I don't believe in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just every. They were like, "There's a hole in the ozone layer in the '80s," and everybody was like, "Oh, we should probably patch the hole." I mean, yeah. that's the energy. Do you I know, felt I from think, it. I think that, I think that the, uh, I think there's probably a reason for that. Okay, I All think right. I'm gonna have as a theory. Okay, and then if someone smarter can tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, but here's my theory on that. Um, so the ozone layer was being caused by. Chlorofluorocarbons. Yes, CFCs, right? CFCs, which were in refrigerators, yes. air conditioners, and, and hairspray. Hairsprays, yes. like Aquanet. Yes, which was very eighties. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was a good time. Good I time. Mean, the, the hairspray kept your hair Look, solid, we, but we it wasn't looked good fabulous. We yes. were killing the environment, but we, but we were we destroying looked... ourselves. Yes, yes. Classic humans. Classic humans. Um, but yeah, so so the chlorofluorocarbons are, are were you know were basically what was causing it, and mm-hmm. now the the major industry that was using that was cooling, right? Refrigerant, right? So that was that was while it was a large industry yeah. and while there were, there were, you know, people making money on it and people still wanted to be cool during the summer back then. So there yeah. was, you know, there was something to it. It wasn't like energy. Okay. Right. So like right now there's, there is, when you talk about climate change, we're talking about changing how we create energy. Sure. So when we create energy, the way we did it before, any of the, the global warming talk came up. Right. 
we create energy by burning things. Right. We burned right. we burned wood, we burned coal, we burned fuels. That's that's how we did it. That's how we made it. And then we had a little bit of nuclear power that was kind of growing up. And that was mm. and that was the only thing that we weren't burning really to make electricity. Sure. Well, at the same time, the demand for energy went just bananas. Yeah. Because everybody suddenly had a cell phone and everybody suddenly had a network in their house and everybody suddenly had computers. That's true. And, so, and so suddenly it was this whole so two kind of things changed where one, the energy industry, which was bigger, and there were more people vested in burning stuff, right? right so that's right, there's right. more money in that industry, which means there's more people holding stock in those companies, which means there's more businesses that are making yeah. a lot of money and, and have a lot of money. And two, because more people are using energy, to switch off of it becomes harder because yeah. you've built a whole infrastructure around we're burning stuff right. to make energy. Yeah. And I think that one, you get PR from people who don't want to stop making lots of money. Right. Saying, oh well, global warming is not real because because we are making we're making money. We want to keep doing that. So, sure, <laughs> so, sure, so you, sure. You put up, yeah. The yeah. other one is the difficulty of transitioning. I think that that's something that still isn't quite understood by greenies. A lot of people who love the environment is that to to move from where we were, even where we are, to where we need to go, it's going to take some time. It's just it takes some work. There's a yeah. lot. There's the, the technology still needs to improve. Stuff yeah. stuff still needs to happen to make that better. And I, I think that the combination of those things makes this one topic way more complicated than the ozone was because, frankly, while we wanted to be cooler, things people could could figure it out. People could yeah. live without without being cooler, and 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 there wasn't that big of an industry. It wasn't. It that... was huge. There was lots of people making money, but it wasn't this. It was nothing. Yeah. Compared to creating energy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think so, that, that so that's why it was different. Yeah. And I think regulating and saying, hey, look, folks, you've you figured out how to make chlorof- chlorofluorocarbons. Let's figure yeah. out a better version of Freon, which actually Freon isn't that, that's a that's a trade name, by the way. Uh, is it really? It's not even a real. People think, oh, I'm gonna put Freon in my tank, like it's a count, like it's a the name. That's that's just a trade name. That's owned by Dupont. <laughs> oh, so let's so that's like Kleenex. Yeah, that's like a brand of uh, of a chlor- of a CFC. Totally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wow, there yeah. we go. So then now now they've just they've they've cut out the chlorine part. So yeah. now it's hydrofluorocarbons is what they use. To, yeah, hydrofluorocarbons, to, to kill, which is which is new. So I did a little yeah. I did a little read, reading on this, and and it's good that Elise is here because had you been made aware of the hole in the ozone layer, this is before you were born, so this wasn't That's even a so thing. Awesome, they fixed yeah. it before. Like, well, no, they haven't fixed well, it. Well, no, they haven't fixed it, but <laughs> but we but it will be fixed. It's it on will the way be. to being fixed. It is. It is. And so I mean, they did fix it because you stopped creating the you stopped creating exactly. the problem that was doing it. So exactly. So there's the, still holes, but they're 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 patching. Exactly. And so that was the question that was asked, which is, so in the 1980s, there was this global conversation about we're creating a hole in the ozone layer. And the ozone layer is this, you know, it's basically Earth's sunblock. And it's in the stratosphere. And it's basically, I mean, that's what it's described as. It's the sunblock, yeah. right? It keeps yeah. out the UV rays. Yeah. And so in the in the 1980s, it started being discovered that we were causing holes in it in the 1970s. And then in the 1980s, it became, became this thing where they recognized there's this hole and it's happening over Antarctica. And they, it's, you know, oh, no, if we don't have uh, an ozone layer, if, if this UV rays can come through, then we're all going to get cooked down here and it's going to be a problem. And yeah. so it became this national emergency. And one of those things in uh, global, not even national, global. Um, international. International emergency. CFCs primarily, if I'm if I'm remembering right, I usually have my iPad to like read all this stuff. But if I remember right, it's primarily the, the things that were tearing a hole in the ozone were chlorine. And bromine, those were the things that once they got up there, that was what yes. was causing the the ozone to f- come apart. Yes, chlorine right. was the bigger issue. Like so, so should I? I mean, definitely dig in. Dig in okay. Baby. okay, 
so the uh, 80s smelled like pools is what i'm trying to say everything smelled, was chlorine everything smelled like, like everything tropical suntan lotion and pools and pools yes yes no um the the uh so ozone is not a stable it's not sta- it's not it's not a stable molecule it's unstable yes like it it easily you know, becomes ozone, then stops being ozone, then becomes other things, right? Yeah, yeah. And and because of that, it only it only continue it persists really well at a very specific spot, right? Okay. It doesn't persist very well low, really down where we are. Yeah. And it doesn't persist very well once you get out too close to space. But yeah. when you're in the stratosphere, it can it's the right amount of pressure, so it kind of right. hangs out because the things that change the way chemicals interact, or there's a lot of things, but yeah. two, two ones that people talk about a lot are are temperature, yeah. making it hotter or colder. Yeah. Uh, and pressure. So you're squeezing it more, you're squeezing it less. Sure. Right? So the higher you are in the, in the atmosphere, the, the less pressure there is. So yeah. ozone kind of sits up in that in that area. Right? Yeah. And ozone on the surface of the earth is toxic, right? Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, it's bad. It's, it's, so it's only, it's it's only toxic okay if you're yeah. up there breathing and it wouldn't be good for you either. Okay. But, so don't, so note to you kids, do not go to the stratosphere and breathe the ozone. Yeah, yeah. Just stay out of it. Stay out of just, it. Just stop, stop. Stop going up into stop? space. <laughs> what, what is it? Whip, stop doing whippets with ozone? <laughs> yeah, right. Whippets. Right. Another thing from the 80s. Yeah. Go on. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so, um, um, basically, the the, pro- the issue with chlorine. There's other things that that will will break up ozone, sure. but the chlorine is really also does really well getting it rises. It's lighter than the air, so it goes up really oh. high. So it gets up into where the ozone layer is and then interacts. I'm gonna do a thing. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna do a thing. Here's okay. how the ozone layer protects us. Okay. As described with a ridiculous analogy. Okay. Not nature's sunblock. Something even better. Even better. Okay, okay, so here's so here's here's how it works. Here's okay. how how chlorine messes up the, the whole and bromine. Okay, mess up the whole thing. Chlorine and bromine, the means, the means, the eens. Okay, so let's imagine that uh, there are a bunch of children. Okay. In a bar. Oh no! Oh no! What's happening? Oh my gosh! How do all these kids get in the bar? <laughs> what kind of society are we living in with uh, children in a bar? No, and if these no. children get their hands on alcohol, they're going to get very sick. Okay, it's true, and it'll be awful. I've tested this we on my can, own kids, right? So no, like, I'm kidding. I'm and we could equate that to a, to to the the sun damage and the cancer that you would get from from too much ultraviolet radiation. Okay? Sure, sure. These are the and children are, are human beings and animals and plant life and whatever yes, else. Okay, yes, yes. So they're kids in a bar. Okay, kids in a bar. Okay, thankfully. There's also a bunch of drunk dudes at the bar. Okay. Why is this thankful? Because the drunk dudes see all of the ultraviolet radiation, which we're going to call beer. Beer. And they're drinking it? And they go, hey, look at that. There's beer. I want beer. Okay. And so they grab the beer, right? Right. Now, so long as it's a bunch of drunk dudes, yeah. right, you can have O2, which is two drunk dudes, Yeah. right, up in the, in the stratosphere. Yeah. And those two drunk dudes can pass their, their beer back and forth or have the yeah. beer and enjoy it. And then yeah. they're, they're just keeping the beer there. Yeah. Or O3. And sometimes one of the, one, you know, maybe you'll have a third dude who will go over to this other dude. And they'll have three dudes here and two dudes here. But there's always pretty much one dude, two dudes, or three dudes. Okay. Right? Which is either an oxygen atom, an oxygen molecule, yeah. or ozone. Right. So these oxygens Orville, are... Orville, Oliver... I'm just trying to name the guys. All of the O's. I'm trying to get there's it, there's These, a limit there's uh, limited O names yeah. for for gentlemen. Orion. So, Orion. Yes. Oliver, Orville, <laughs> and Orion. The three the three drunkest dudes. The three drunkest at the bar. Yes. But let's yeah. imagine just these, so they're drunks at the bar. Okay. So long as it's so long as it's a bunch of drunk dudes, they're gonna keep talking to each other. They're gonna keep drinking all of the beer, and the children will be safe from alcohol. Okay. Here's the problem. Okay. In walks a babe. Oh no. And what happens when the babe walks into the bar? She comes in and she's like, I would we'll like have... a beer, but before I have a beer, I, I want to talk to this drunk dude. Yeah, and then the Orville, drunk dude, probably Orville. 
ignores the other dudes and starts yeah. talking to the babe. Okay. And then let's say there's two or three. Now, suddenly there's girls all over the bar. Yeah. And they're talking to all the drunk dudes. Okay. And all the drunk dudes have stopped drinking the beer because they're too involved trying to get a date with the babes. all of the pretty babes. Okay. Okay. Can I say babes on the radio? I is think you can say babes. Or I think babes is still ladies? allowed. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. Um, One wonderful uh, women. Well, so now the the beer that was being stopped by okay. all of these drunks yeah. are now getting past the drunks and making it to the children. <laughs> the kids. And now the kids the are drinking kids are the beer. Ordering. And the kids are all getting super drunk and oh, sick no. and terrible. And this is this is how ozone works. So this is how ozone works. <laughs> the ozone layer works exactly like that. So chlorine can be the ladies, right, uh, who are or, oh, who are it. who are distracting the, the guys. The ladies they, are the chlorine and the bromine. And so basically, the, the, and the chemical version of that would be that the, the the ozone is bonding to something else other than other there you go oxygen. So instead of the oxygen and the ozone working with each other, they're now working yeah. with it because in nature, ultraviolet light reacts with oxygen and then it right. splits off an, o- an oxygen atom and then it kind of is free and then runs between O2 and ozone. I love it. And that's how it I love it. Did that work? That, did that make sense? Yeah. It helps break it down. Did I do it? You did it. You did a great bar analogy. Bar analogy, These are everybody. Our classic, dumb, classic dumb analogies. Classic. That's a null thing. Yeah. We you, try put to it, make... you put it into uh, something that we can understand. So, yeah. and now so I get it. So now... So, so what we did is we basically took the chlorine out of the equation. Yeah. And then we made something that, that, that refer- still works to, to keep us cool. Yeah. But doesn't continue to add that into the atmosphere. And right. we have found that since doing that, the ozone has started to repair itself. And it in, has. I think 2016, they declared that it would be by the middle of the, of the century, it would be patched. But I have bad news for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's comes, wrong now? Here comes a bummer run. First of all, I thought this would be interesting for... People listening to the is show. Is it that 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 uh, that the the solution is worse for for no for global warming? Because no, is. no, no, no. Well, that's not it. So okay. I want you to chime in on that. But okay. well, first, I wanted to share with the audience when I think of the ozone hole and the ozone layer, mm. we think of holes as being like something that I can, you know, oh, it's like the size of a giant frisbee in the sky, you know, something like that. But right. I didn't realize how large it was when it was at its worst. Oh, when it, like yeah, back yeah. in the day when it was when it was like so at like, its largest. Uh, Australians have horrible problems with skin cancer yeah literally because of how big because it, it got like you say on antarctica it got so yeah. big that it was over australia yeah. yeah it was it said it was eight million square miles so it was the size of europe yeah, yeah. and that's how that's how big quite this, large yeah quite large so very large so it has been shrinking down yes. and it's been getting smaller but in 2019 there has been at least it's not gotten out of control but there's been some detection in the atmosphere of some illegal CFCs working their way back up from industries. So there's people out there what? working and using things that have been banned and taken out of the industry, and they're using them again on the secret, on the download. People are letting beebs in the bar? Yes, people are letting beebs. Exactly. They were like, this was supposed to just be a bros-only hangout, and now they're like, well, let's get the, let's get, oh, I mean, that makes sense. And that analogy, I get it. I don't want to go to a bar and it's just a bunch of guys. So, Well, in, they don't know any better. Yeah, they don't know any better. Yeah. So, so in They're this, happy they have their beer. They got their ultraviolet <laughs> light. They're fine. They have their beer, and they're surrounded by kids that are trying to get to the bar. Yes. Um, but I, I, this is the, the little bit of a bummer is that there are some businesses out there. They don't know who. They don't know who, but they've been able to detect in the atmosphere that somebody is using these mm-hmm. chlorines and uh, these CFCs again. So how much worse did it get? 
not much worse yet. Yeah. Yet. But they're, well, they're, right, they're, they're saying we were, were on the road to recovery yeah. and we were going to solve it. And they're like, Dad, gummit, we've got people out there still trying. And these are industries. They, they think it's foam. They think it's Chinese like foam companies or something like that that they think are using the CFCs. Not to point fingers. That was what the art- article <laughs> said. I'm not, I don't want to point fingers. I don't want to get one a, country I, or another country. I don't want to point fingers, but they were saying in that area. There were some there were some foam factories and whatnot that they think that that's where it's coming from. Oh boy. Oh boy. So what do we do? Are we all going to die? No, no, that, we're not all going to die. Is that it, Jacob? There do, was, we, do we give up the show? No. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Wow, this is the last buy from the podcast. I didn't. Uh, I did, can't believe I didn't see. Normally, I try to keep my ear to the ground in this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was that's a, awful. Yeah. Yeah, so that's we that were was on a, the way to recovery, and then people are doing it again. Oh, now I got to put it on the list of things to fix. But the thing, yes, put it on the list of things to fix. But uh, back in 1987, there was this thing called the Montreal Protocol, and yes. that was the thing that was put through that really changed how CFCs were being used. Yeah, and so possibly there'll be some more regulations and things being done to enforce and stop these things from being produced. That's what I'm hoping is yeah. we'll have like a Montreal well, protocol part two. Look, the world, the world has changed in the last little while. And, yeah. and, uh, and we've, we discussed that a little bit on past podcasts and we can discuss it again on, on yeah. future ones. But, um, but basically, I mean, I, I mean, since, since America has, has shifted itself away from manufacturing or continues to do so, yeah. And has sort of sent that to other places. The yeah. like some of some of this has started over, and some of this has. Yeah. I mean, you you look at that with with you know with climate change. I mean, that's yeah. that's a that's unfortunately unfortunately sending all of of our our manufacturing and like heavy energy business to China and, and Latin yeah. America and other places has sent it to, to spots where there's less regulation and there's less concern about what is being done because they haven't yet just haven't yet experienced it. We're at a different kind of point in our history. So there's probably going to be some learning that that has to happen there and probably some regulation and probably, look, it's, you got to bring these, these countries to the table and say, this is, this is serious, but it's a real disappointment to go backwards on ozone since we were, since we were making so much progress, such a good job fixing it. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the overall, before I get to this kind of part two to the podcast today, Mm -hmm. um, the answer to the question is whatever happened to the ozone layer, Regulations were put in place. Everybody was like, we got to eat, chill out on these CFCs. Yep. We got to figure out different ways to use the products that we use. We got to stop it. And we immediately started making a correction in the 1980s. And it kept going through the 90s and through the early 2000s. And we really did begin to see, like you were saying, they were like, we're doing it. It's shrinking over the next we're few decades. Doing we're doing it, Peter. It's going to shrink down. And, uh, but the only thing that they're saying is this one little thing. But, I think that I think we can stop it. Yeah. So the answer is well, I'm it's gonna still dig out in there. now and see how much how much yeah. it's gotten worse and how much the problem is going on. Elsewhere. Why don't you do a follow up maybe in a future episode? You can tell I'm us what you found. I'm gonna follow up, man. Follow up. Yeah, follow but then up. for the next follow part is actually something that you sent to me because I thought this was pretty interesting and it does link to kind of in a roundabout way to ozone. Okay. Which is there's an article Bill Gates wants to spray millions of tons of chalk <gasps> yes. into stratosphere to slow global warming. Yes, more stratosphere talk. What? Yeah, this is more you could almost say that the the core of today's episode is about the stratosphere. Maybe we should have said stratosphere. We should call it stratosphere talk. Stratosphere talk with Stratos- Nolan Jacobs. Strato chat with Nolan Jacobs. Strato chat. Strato chat. So stratosphere. Uh, yeah. yeah. So he wants to launch millions of tons 
of chalk in the stratosphere to slow glo- global warming. Yes, eventually. Eventually, yeah. It, the art that title eventually. is misleading because it put, says millions put, of tons. Yeah, he wants to put five pounds up there. Yes, to do a test. Yes, that's, that's what actually got. what's happened. That's the real yeah. headline. Yeah, we've talked Isn't about that, that before. It is hilarious that the headline is so shocking. You're like, Bill Gates wants to launch <laughs> millions <laughs> of tons of junk into the atmosphere, <laughs> when in reality he wants to do a test. The idea is to, and this is fascinating, dim the sun. Yes. The idea is to send something into space and release about five pounds of chalk in the chalk dust into the stratosphere and measure, could that help block the sun's rays from the earth and help cool us down a little bit? That's the concept. Right. But it is controversial. It is controversial. I like, mean, it's massively controversial because <laughs> yeah. you, have, you have no idea. You have no idea. And that's the thing is this this is a test. So before people go on and say, yeah, this is a test. A what? A test. A what? A test. Oh, a test. <laughs> it's a test. A but but there, are, there are <laughs> other people who think that what this is is a terrible idea and that we absolutely should not move forward with this because you're messing with Earth's atmospheric systems and weather systems and even the thought of putting, you know, I mean, the five pounds, I think they're like, fine, do the test, but this is a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, five pounds is... It's not going to do that much. no big deal. No. Five no. pounds, you, you could release five pounds in a, in a, in a classroom, yeah. and while everybody would be coughing and want to leave, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, you think about that in the stratosphere. I mean, this, it's... Yeah. It's enormous. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, so five pounds will, will do nothing. So, so it's, yeah, there's no issue with what's been done. What's your take on it? Do you uh, think, do you think this, I mean, it's worth doing a test. I right? think, I think well, I'm of two minds, right? Okay. Like, I, I think that, that we don't know always what, what's going to happen when we try these ideas. Yeah. So I can definitely see why people are nervous and why people are scared about like the concept of what we're, so now we're going to introduce chalk to the stratosphere what's what's that gonna do to the ozone layer what's that gonna do to to whatever what happens when it comes down what happens if it interacts with what's up there yeah i mean i i I get what if we put up too much and we block too much of the sun and we go into a freeze and we all die i thought you do it and then you block out the sun's rays and we chill the planet like way too much or what if it starts trapping what's down in here and then we start increasing our our greenhouse gas effect i mean there's there's a bunch of oh yeah there's a thought of that there's a bunch of it'd be like a dutch oven it'd be like when you fart and you put a blanket (laughs) over somebody's head We'd be doing that to ourselves. We'd be Dutch ovening the world. I cannot believe we're about to Dutch oven ourselves. <laughs> Thanks, That's Bill Gates. So thoughtless. Thanks, Bill Gates. No one likes a Dutch oven. Ugh. Except for the person who's doing the Dutch oven to the other yeah. person. That person thinks it's hilarious. I hope a lot of children who listen to the show today learn just learn what a Dutch they oven. They learned is. about that you 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 pass gas under a blanket and then you put it over somebody's head, and it's probably the meanest thing you can what do. What percentage of younger siblings do you think are going to Learn about Dutch oven the worst way yes. after this podcast. Uh, uh, 90 percent, ninety percent. Those poor mm-hmm. younger siblings. I yeah. feel I feel bad yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. but, but back to science. Back to science. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we don't we don't know now. the The flip side of this is okay. we okay. One thing that I think is isn't quite understood by people when we talk about about global warming right. is. There is carbon that has already been released into the atmosphere. Yeah. And unless you can find ways to get it out of the atmosphere, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Like it just, it's, it's, it's there. Right. So when we talk about, about cutting it back and, and, and creating less carbon, we're talking about not making it worse. Yeah. Like by, by stopping, by not putting carbon into the atmosphere, it isn't going to 
suddenly make it so that what we've done already goes away. Right. What's in the atmosphere is in the atmosphere. It's already there. So obviously we, we, we want to do what we can. And actually sure. it's flora, you know, uh, fluorocarbons are hydrofluorocarbons are, are, uh, are, are worse. Really? For, for the environment that are like in terms of, of, of climate change are worse than CO2. And that's what you were hinting at earlier, yeah. where you said the solution being even worse for the ozone layer. Right. Now, we don't yeah. use nearly as much of that as we do in producing energy or driving cars or whatever else. Right. So, so, I mean, it's not necessarily something to go crazy freaking out about, but it's not, we haven't created the solution yet. This is another example of not thinking about the next problem, right? right? Like we, we had something to yeah. fix the problem that was fine, but that created another problem another problem and so classic humanity yeah and so in the course the hotter it gets the more we air condition and the more we air condition the more we throw that up in the air the hotter it gets so it's pretty wicked if you think about that so we got it we do have to we have to come up with something better in that regard but but that aside (laughs) that's one of those things that you think about and it does make your head go oh no come on come on i get hotter i turn on the ac and i make it worse yeah 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 you totally do okay yeah but that's okay okay we we, use your ac we try not to freak people out the whole point of the podcast is to be fun and to be light and keep that you're 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 fine you're You're fine we're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. We'll, we'll, we'll fix that problem too. Yeah. Um, we personally will we, fix that problem. We've, we've, we've already solved we've been, so many we've been, problems. We've on this been podcast. looking at the dry erase board and we've come up with some ideas. We got, a couple, a couple ideas. We got some windows in here that we use our, our markers on. And we, we write out formulas. <laughs> like a beautiful mind. Yes. Just like, can I get ice to entire world? <laughs> Yes. yes, yes, that's what we're working on. So I think that this is one of the examples, like the putting the chalk in the atmosphere is one of those experimental examples that, yeah. that you say, could this be a solution that would work? And potentially it might. Right. Potentially it might, actually. And it might work without causing any damage to anything at all because chalk yeah. is fairly stable. Yeah. So if you, if you do a test and you're finding that in, in this test, it's, you know, because they're, they're, this test isn't to show really how much it blocks out the sun. It's to show how do things react up there. Right. What it's are, more of an atmospheric test. Yes, because they want to know how much damage are we. This is a right. safety test. It's, yeah. like a, it's, it's more of a safety test than a is, does it work test. Yeah. So you'd have to put out way more in order to do a does it work test. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's the funny thing about is the further you dig in the article, that's exactly what they say. Is it like classic news reporting? It's a lot of panic you know, sensationalist headlines. And then you dig in and you go, it's an atmospheric test. They know that this amount, that five pounds or two kilograms or whatever it is, is not going to do enough to show us truly um, enough to dim the sun or show the effects of that. It's just to see what would this do? How would it impact the atmosphere? Right. And so it's, it's, Probably not even that controversial of a test in that regard because it's just an atmosphere test. They put up five, they, they, in a balloon, yeah. they put up 500 pounds of testing equipment yeah. to release five pounds of chalk. Right, right, right. So if that doesn't give you an idea of what the goal was of the yeah. test, then I don't know what, I don't yeah. know what's wrong with you. You should exactly. unsubscribe. Yeah, yeah. unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to read a little bit about it just so that people can hear about sure. this. Okay. Okay, the idea has been heavily criticized since its inception mm-hmm. with project director Frank Kutch, uh, even calling the need for this scale of geoengineering terrifying. Yeah, sure. He's terrified. And experts have warned that the unusual technique could be disastrous for weather systems in ways nobody could predict. Disastrous. But backed by a range of private voters... It could snow chalk. It could snow chalk forever. (laughs) Forever. (laughs) Day after tomorrow, we're covered in chalk. Backed by a range of private donors, including Gates, the test mission is launching from Sweden, as they could offer a launch by the end of this summer. So they're going to send up, just like you said, they're sending up a test balloon, 500 pounds of scientific equipment, 12 miles above the surface of the Arctic town, 
And if it all goes well, about two kilograms or five pounds of dust will be released. This will then create a dust plume several kilometers in length, not large enough to have any effect on the intensity of the sun's rays hitting the Earth. During that first test, the team would gather information on how particles of dust react with the air. That's it. That's, That's all they're it. doing. Yeah. So yeah. So so what we what, yeah. I mean that that is classic reporting is let's yeah. let's scare people to That's, get you to read and then and then you read and you find out that it's not the only problem is people don't read right they just see the headline then they freak out then they stare on, stare on social media oh my god Bill Gates yeah. is throwing chalk in the atmosphere yeah, right <laughs> right when actually Bill Gates probably has invested in yeah that's a the, thousand different projects like this true. that are experimental he's it's just like, involved in the in the project what, somewhere one of the things like when you're as, as rich as that dude one of the things you learn is that you have to you have to diversify you have to throw out lots of options yeah so yeah. he probably has a million bucks in a thousand different things yeah which for exactly. him is nothing. And then so they're putting his and really they're putting his name on the article because they know that's because gonna get people to read it. Because then you click on it because yeah. people because the the, the vaccine stuff. Because there's was, so many things that people give him a hard time about. Yeah, if it yeah. was Walter Cheddar is doing this experiment, people would go, I don't know who Walter Cheddar is. And well, I don't. Walter Cheddar is a very underrated philanthropist, <laughs> philanthropist. who's been giving cheese to mice for millennia. I mean, <laughs> millennia. The, the Cheddar family. <laughs> Has been better to the mouse community than any other family. Oh, the Cheddar Dynasty. The Cheddar Dynasty. They're the best. That sounds like a great band. <laughs> the Cheddar Dynasty. They're playing this Friday. They'll write. You guys make sure to check check that us out with the Cheddar Dynasty. Um, well, yeah. that's. I mean, that's essentially it. We we Wait, covered. No, it's not it. What? 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 Where, wasn't I in a roll about something that you cut me off on? I no, was. I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, that's normal. no. We were talking no, about. What was it? It was about about. We were talking about the the, the, solutions. the solutions. Oh yeah, no. I, so my the reason I'm a po- positive that I'm pr- I'm pro the idea because I'm not well I'm kind of mixed. Yeah. But okay. the reason that I the mixed part of me that is pro the idea is that if we're if we are in fact doing this and we haven't yeah. yet figured out how to forgetting just reducing the amount of you know carbon emissions we're throwing in the air. Yeah. We still need to remove some. Yeah. Okay. Um, we may need some radical. Mm-hmm. Idea, radical ideas, man. Mm-hmm. That 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 radical helped ideas, to buy bro. time, help to stem the tide, help to do things. I mean, yeah. I, that might be necessary. And I, and I'm, I don't think that throwing five pounds of chalk in the air to find out how it reacts is a bad idea. I think I that agree. if we learn about it and we're like, okay, well, maybe this is this could work, and it turns out it doesn't do damage. Yeah, uh, it doesn't cause problems. That this might be something that again terrifying that we even have to like because the the, the planet is supposed to work on its own. Right. The better solution is is let's start being a little more responsible to the environment that we right. are. That's right. the better solution. Because yeah. let me tell you a great way to sequester trees. And this is another article that, that I sent you. Here he goes. Here I go. He's so gone. No, so, look, he gets, he's getting fired up. I'm I love all, it. I love it. It's Noel's, Noel's energy. I love it when he gets, he gets excited. So trees sequestering. So the Russians. Yes. The Russians yes. have... have uh, the Russians. The Russians. <laughs> <laughs> no. They, they, so what, what they've done is, is they, they've basically... Uh, they've, they've marked off... Uh, a, a part of their forest, part of their forest land that's the size of India. Okay. And what they're doing is they're leasing it out to people who want to nurture the forest, grow more trees in the forest, keep it alive and keep it safe. And those people who have those areas can now lease out the the the, the carbon offsets. That's amazing. From growing trees. It's right? kind of clever. It is clever. Now, huh? I think a lot of people are giving the Russians a hard time because... Let's face it, the we Russians, love to have give Russians not, a hard time. <laughs> have not had the best run the last sure. little while. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Since 
and if you're the beginning of time, uh, and if you're a Russian fan of the biofriendly podcast, we understand that it's complicated, complicated over there. It is complicated. Yeah, there's no, a lot of things it's going compli- on. It's, it's a complicated world. <laughs> it's, a complicated it's a complicated world. world. So people are giving giving the Russians saying, well, this is this is just because they don't want to meet their carbon emission goals, and they're trying to. This is their way of trying to get out of it or getting around this it or whatever. This is the loophole the Russians have discovered. I personally don't care. Okay, I don't care. Like if you, if you if you come up with a way to to monetize planting more trees. And monetize keeping the forest alive. Go and, for it. And making that be a thing that's there that nobody gets rid of. Yeah. Let's do twenty percent of all of our forests are in Russia. Yeah. People talk so much about the Amazon and they talk right. so much about but it. There's a lot the of trees Russian in Russia. Forests are so much bigger than anything else. It's huge. So much land over there. Keeping those trees in shape, keeping like growing more, having yeah. like nurturing that forest, that's yeah. a good idea. It is. And by the way. When trees grow, they capture and store carbon. There it is. So the stuff that you throw up into the sky gets removed by growing. It turns into a tree. So thanks, Russia. Right? Yeah. Beautiful, wonderful tree that you can look at, and yeah. it'll produce you some it's help, it's a little bit of oxygen. It'll, it'll give you, you know, give a deer a nice place to pee. It will. A lot of good things. Or me, does. if Gives I'm on a Jacob hike. Gives Jacob a place to pee. Gives all the that. drunks protecting the children a place to pee. <laughs> Absolutely. Gives the Cheddar Dynasty. The Cheddar Dynasty has a somewhere. place to pee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now it we all, all know the true value of trees. <laughs> The analogies we've come up with today on the show have been <laughs> bar none. But you know what? I'm happy. I'm happy that Elise has experienced a true biofriendly podcast the way that they go. Yeah. Yeah. I and, think it's about right. And I saw we yeah. had a guest in the in the, in the the room and for a little while. And they got bored. And they got bored and, and they, they left. left. But, but this is a good experimental this, clubhouse podcast. At least we know that it it works. We did it. We were, we were up and work? running. It worked. It worked. All right. I love it. That's good. And we got to introduce everybody to Elise. Yes. And we're going to get Elise a microphone so she can jump in. We're going to get her a microphone. And, and next time... Now that you're listening to this episode, you'll know that next week's show, we're going to do a Clubhouse. It'll be live. And we're going to do live. And we won't be able to do Clubhouse on all episodes, I don't think. Well, okay, so we have one remote one that we may be doing. We have, we have a remote one. a really one. cool opportunity with yes. one of the first ever recycling yeah. setups in the world yeah. uh, up, in, up in, uh, in, in Mammoth. Mammoth, near Mammoth, California. Mammoth, so yeah. we're going to be hopefully going on site uh, once Jacob nails this down and confirms I'm trying, the uh, man. I'm trying. The point. <laughs> but but <laughs> um, so like remote ones like that. That we made because they're a little more. It might be tricky. It's kind of complicated. With That's guests what I'm worried about. I, th- I think yeah. that we'll announce if we're going to be doing a live one on Clubhouse. Right. And if th- if this never goes anywhere, then we won't do it anymore. But no, we'll I, try it I, out. I think if it's just the three of us on Clubhouse, we should totally keep doing this. <laughs> Eventually, someone will listen. It's the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. No, I think. No, I, guess, I, 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 I think we give this. A, we give this a college try, man. Okay. I'll give it till the because end of twenty twenty one. Okay. Let me tell you something. If we get to Christmas time and we're doing our Sean Cone. Uh, Coney. 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 Sorry. He told us. I know. I know. It's Sean Coney. At least we had a, we've had a friend, uh, for that 10 we've, years. we've worked with in the entertainment business for 10 years, 10 years. Who we've, we've done many projects with. We've done, and we have, without knowing it, mispronounced his last name to each other for, for a decade, for 10 years. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. And we had him on the show. We're like, Hey, Sean Cone's here. He's like, yeah, uh, it's Coney. <laughs> that he's not silent, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Sean Coney, by the end of this year, when we do our, you know, favorite uplifting movies yeah. special Christmas time. If Clubhouse has never gone beyond me, you and Elise, yeah. then I say we end the Clubhouse experiment. But if it's blown up, well, then we I can... think the first thing we need to do is is uh, is since Elise sets up the the the, call, the, the room, the, the rooms, we got to start 
if so, if Elise doesn't mind, we gonna start promoting Elise's handle on Clubhouse. Yeah, so that everybody follows. And get Elise. her the followers, so that because when you are on Clubhouse, when you start a room, everybody sees Elise just started a room. That's true. That's, that's true. the way we got it. That's how we get it done. Okay, pal. Okay, right there. Okay, that's I'm with the, you. That's the business. We're gonna get it done, and we're gonna try well, all those things. How much more fun will it be if people can go live? <laughs> And interrupt our show, as if because we don't interrupt our own show enough. Like that's what we need right now: is more people <laughs> chiming in. All right. Well, well that, it's just you know that way, they can, that way they can see that in fact we really do do it live to tape. We do do it live to tape to tape. <laughs> this has been the Biofriendly Podcast, your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Carefully avoiding neonicotinoids. We are the Siegfried and Roy of podcasts. <laughs> this show is a joke. <laughs> exactly. Did we have another one? Ah, oh, man, there's got to be I feel like there was one. another one in there that we came up with, but now I can't remember it. So. This is the part where the clubhouse person is such a big fan of the show. That they they raise their hand. This and is what you forgot. Say, and then they come and they you say, forgot. you forgot. Okay, well, I guess it didn't stick. So didn't I guess stick. we're just up to four. So we just do a cheerio. cheerio. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Why are you putting your finger by your ear, you weirdo? <laughs> but that's actually our thing. We're that's totally to our thing. <laughs> but I love the, def- the wait. You know what? We're at the end of the episode, but you didn't get to tell your birthday story. Oh, it's a coda. We're gonna do, do a little we, tag at the we're end. We're gonna do a tag. Yeah, right now. So, so okay. If you're, if so if you stuck around, if this you is stuck this around is, after the cheerio. This is the bonus track. Yesterday was my birthday. It was his birthday yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. So happy Thank birthday, you. Noel! Yes, it was my birthday. Was, yeah. I I I, yeah. I birthdayed. You birthday, and it was a great day. You we know, had a good day for your birthday. We had a lot of fun yesterday. We always do. Jacob yeah. took me to have a um, super burger. It was delicious. No, we don't often have bad for us. Food, but, but, but we had bad, we for, us had bad for us food yeah, yesterday. Yeah, 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 it was really tasty. It was very tasty. So that was a highlight. Yes, that was a highlight. Agreed. And then we had a nice walk to get yes, the coffee. That was also a highlight. Very pleasant. And then we had to work a lot, but yes. that's okay. It's okay. Here we got it's part of part of the. You deal. work hard. So, but I would still say it was a good day. It was yeah. a nice day. It was very very pleasant. You know, I I, I enjoyed it. I, okay. my, my kids were nice to me. The day was the day was. <laughs> my, kids were, <laughs> my kids were nice. To me. What if they? They're like, are we ever not nice to you, Dad? <laughs> I anyway. have very nice. Kids, yeah, I, I yeah, should, yeah. I should, but you know. yeah, anyway. Um, but at the end of the day, I got home. I got first of all, I got the Calvin and Hobbes uh collector's edition. Oh, I love set Calvin and of, Hobbes. Of, and that that's I'm a huge, I'm huge on books. I love, I love books, big collection, of and books. I love Calvin and Hobbes. Yes, so yeah. that was that was from my from my friends Nathan and Lena. So shout out to them for a, a shout terrific, out. great gift, guys. Terrific gift. That got things rolling, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then, uh, my my uh, my mom and dad came over. Wonderful. And my wife cooked me up my favorite. There's this quiche that my mom made when I was a kid that's yeah. just dynamite. You love it. It's my favorite. Yeah. And it's not also, it's not good for me. It's mm-hmm. very, a lot of cheese and a lot of... All things that are delicious oh. are not good for you. Why? That's the rule, dude. It's the worst. Everybody knows that. It's yeah. delicious. It's bad for Although you. Although we found some pretty decent salads recently. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Keep telling yourself that. Go on with your story. <laughs> <laughs> but it's no quiche. So <laughs> my mom taught my wife the recipe and she made me this quiche, which was such a sweet, awesome thing because yeah. it's so bad for me. That's not normally what she would ever right. want to make. Right. All right. So, but I had it. It was amazing. It was tasty. Caught up with my mom and dad family. It was really great. Yeah. The kids gave me stonks. Yeah, stonks. They bought you stonks. <laughs> they bought me stonks. Oh so my I got, god! They, so I, they knew because I talked too much about about buying stocks, buying stocks, and yeah. and all this madness and yeah. on the internets and Reddit, and yeah. whatever. Yeah, and GameStop and all that, that all the things that's going yeah. on. Right, right, right. I'm a, I'm a weirdo. Yeah. But my kids, so they they I got these cards, these handmade cards by them, and uh, and in them were 
handmade certificates that said $50 for stonks. What? They literally called them stonks, oh. which I thought was the greatest thing That's great. ever. So that was really awesome. And then, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, anyway, so good. It was great. It was good. It was going really well. I thought, what a day. Yeah. And then suddenly we hear just wind calling bananas outside. Yeah. Like, what? It was a windstorm. We opened, and there was a windstorm in Pasadena that, that was, you know, pretty, pretty darn epic. And stuff was just like, I pretty saw, or sure, I saw a Kansas house. It was just flying by. across. Yeah. Yes. Being followed by a wicked witch. Yeah. It was bananas. It was, yeah. it was bananas. So, so I had to, you know, carefully get my parents out without having them, yeah. you know, die and then get them yeah. in their, their car and they're off and they, they made it home okay. And then, you know, the, the, the day's going on and the wife goes, oh, hey, do you mind, do you mind throwing this, uh, you know, with this, we get some, some some uh, food stuff that I don't want to don't want to spoil, and then the garbage coming tomorrow. Can you take it and yeah, take it outside? Yeah, yeah, of course. And I thought, yeah, that's no problem. I'll take it outside. There's nothing odd happening outside right now. Like the windstorm. Yeah, yeah. So we have all these these. Our neighbors have palm trees. Yeah. Which have these palm fronds that get stuck in the oak tree that's above that's in front of my house. Right. And so you get all these palm fronds stuck in the oak tree. So whatever. I'm 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 a moron. I'm like, well, I'm invincible. I can go out and do anything I want. No no yeah. big deal with with the trash trash bag. They put the trash bag in, and here's like, and palm fronds <laughs> fly out of the tree and start coming down like missiles. Like you're at paintball, just I'm, like you're like you're under fire. I'm under fire, dodging <laughs> palm fronds everywhere, left and right. Well, oh my gosh, one of them got me. One of them got you bad. One of them got me. You know they have those little barbs and stuff on the end of it. Yeah. So it came down to slid in the back of my head. I'm gonna show you my head later. Thankfully, okay. there's good a little bit of skin up there. You can see still, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. But it got you but, good. But I got like a like it's kind of, Do you know how hard heads bleed? Like when, when you get a cut I in your know. head. I do know. I do know. They bleed terribly. Oh my god! So I'm sitting there, put pressure on the head for you know for, for 30 minutes. I'm yeah. all time. like, well, <laughs> well, that was dumb. <laughs> I thought my I'd be god. invincible. Attacked by palm fronds falling out of the tree. And then, well, then Taya felt terrible because she's like, well, I, it's like I didn't expect you to get attacked by palm fronds. And I'm like, well, no one expected me. The palm to fronds were trying to say happy birthday. And they, they just they, don't know how true. to do it. Yeah. But that's, they were trying to give you your birthday spanking. Yeah, and I got a birthday spanking. <laughs> you got a birthday In the form of barbs ripping my head open. <laughs> you know what? At our age, take, take what you can get. <laughs> I just want to feel something. I just want to feel alive. <laughs> Mother Nature is like, happy birthday. Yeah. So, so yeah. I did. I kept the pressure on it, and then and then Talia, you know, she she put stuff to make it not get infected, yeah. and yeah, and then I went to bed, and and uh, and I, I managed to to get it to stop bleeding before I went to bed. So I don't think there's there may not be I don't know I didn't check my blood my cushion you've been bleeding this entire show. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally these chairs were not red. <laughs> these chairs were white. Wow, <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've lost all the color in your face. Uh, You're you've just bled out completely. Uh, this was the last Bioverly podcast. We just wanted Noel to have a good last. This one. is a good last. Your one, family's though. all I went here. Out strong. Your family's all here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's why we did it live on Clubhouse. Yeah, that's why we did it live yeah. on Clubhouse. We yeah. wanted to go out strong. Yeah. Well, now we don't have to do our tags again. We don't have to do the Cheerio again. Now I'm just glad we get to hear the birthday Palm Front story. That is, and that tells you why never, never believe that it's over just because we say it's over. Yeah, never believe. The show never. <laughs> did that just make never it a believe. Tag? That's the tag. We gotta that's remember never believe. Yeah, yeah. At least never make believe. sure we don't forget next week. Never believe. Never believe. Never, never believe, believe is our new tag. That's hilarious. That it. is the exact opposite of what we want to say in never this show. Never believe. I love it. Never oh believe. All right, guys. All right. That's it. For real, though. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Biofriendly Podcast. Thank you. It's the Biofriendly Podcast. It's the Biofriendly Podcast.